Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hadith number 30. This is a longer hadith, so we will just read it. When Suhaib radiallahu anhu anna rasulallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal, kana malikun fi man kana kablukum wa kana lahu sahirun, fanamma kabira kala lil malik, inni kal kabirtu, fabaath ilayya ghulaman wa alimuhu sahar. Fabaath ilayhi ghulaman yu alimuhu wa kana fi tariqi idha salaka rahibun, فقعد إليه وسمع كلامه فعجبه وكان إذا أتى الساحر مر بالراهب وقعد إليه فإذا أتى الساحر ضربه فشكى ذلك إلى الراهب وقال إذا خشيت الساحر فقل هبسني أهلي وإذا خشيت أهلك فقل هبسني الساحر فبينما هو أدى ذلك إذ أتى على دابة عظيمة قد حبست الناس وقال اليوم أعلم الساحر أفضل أم الراهب أفضل فأخذ حجرا وقال الله من كان أمر الرهب أحب إليك من أمر الساحر فاقتل هذه الدابة حتى يمدي الناس فلماها فقتلها ومضى الناس فأتى الراهب فأخبره فقال له الراهب أي بني أنت اليوم أفضل مني قد بلغ من أمرك ما أرى وإنك ستبتلى فإن ابتليت فلا تدل علي وكان غلام يبرر الأكمه والأبرس ويداوي الناس من سائر الأدواء فسمع جليس للملك قد كان عمي فأتاه بهدايا كثيرة وقال ما ها هنا لك أجمع إن أنت شف إن أنت شفيتني فقال إني لا أشفي أحد إنما يشفي الله تعالى من آمنت بالله تعالى دعوت الله فشفاك فآمن بالله تعالى فشفاه الله تعالى فأتى الملك فجلس إليه كما كان يجلس فقال له الملك من رد عليك بصرك قال ربي قال ولك رب غيري قال ربي وربك الله فأخذه فلم يزد يعذبه حتى دل على الغلام فجيء بالغلام فقال له الملك أي بني قد بلك من سحرك ما تبر الأكمه والأبرس ودفعل وتفعل وقال إني لا أشفي أحدا إنما يشفي الله تعالى فأخذه فلم يزد يعذبه حتى دل على الراهب فجيء بالراهب فقيل له ارجع عن دينك فأبا فدعب المنشار فبضع المنشار في مفرك رأسه فشكه حد وقع شقاه ثم جيء بجليس الملك فقيل له ارجع عن دينك فأبا فوضع فوضع المنشار في مفرك رأسه فشكه به حد وقع شقاه ثم جيء بالغنام فقيل له ارجع عن دينك فأبا فدفعه إلى نفر من أصحابه فقال اذهبوا به إلى جبل كذا وكذا فاصعدوا به الجبل فإذا بلغتم ذروته فإن رجع عن دينه وإلا فاطرحوه فذهبوا به فصعدوا به الجبل فقال اللهم اكفيني اكفينيهم بما شئت 
فرجف بهم الجبر فسقطوا وجاء يمشي للملك فقال له الملك ما فعل اصحابك فقال كافاني كفانيهم الله تعالى فدفعوا الى نفر من اصحابه فقال اذهبوا به فاحملوه في كركور في كركور فتوسطوا به البحر فإن رجع عن دينه وإلا فاكذفوه فذهبوا به فقال اللهم اكفينيهم اكفينيهم بما شئت فإن كفأت بهم السفينة فغرقوا وجاء يمشي إلى الملك فقال له الملك ما فعل أصحابك فقال كفانيهم الله تعالى فقال للملك إنك لست بقاتلي حتى تفعل ما أمرك به قال ما هو قال تجمع الناس في سعيد واحد وتصلبني على جذع ثم خذ سهما من كنانتي ثم ضع السهم في كبر القوس ثم قل بسم الله رب, الغل... رب الغلام ثم ارميني فإنك إذا فعلت ذلك قتلتني فجمع الناس في سعيد واحد وصلبه على جذع ثم أخذ سهما من كنانته ثم وضع سهم في كبر القوس ثم قال بسم الله رب الغلام ثم رماه فوقع في صدغه فوضع يده في صدغه فمات وقال الناس آمنا برب الغلام فأتي الملك فقيل له أرأيت ما كنت تحضر قال والله نزل بك حضرك قال آمن الناس فأمر بالخضور في أفواه السكك فخدت وأضرم فيها النيران وقال من لم يرجع عن دينه فأكمحوه فيها أو قيل له اكتهم ففعلوا حتى جاء المرأة ومعصبي لها فتقاعست أن تقع فيها وقالها الغلام يا أمه اصبري فإنك على الحق so Suhaib narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Among those before you there was a king who had a magician. When he reached old age, he said to the king, I have become old, so send me to a young man to whom I may teach this magic. So the king sent him to a young man to teach. On the way to the magician he saw a monk. He sat down in the monk's assembly, heard his speech and liked it. Whenever he went to the magician, he would sit in the company of the monk. When he would reach the magician, the latter would beat him for sitting in the monk's company. He complained to the monk who said, When you fear the magician's beating, say to him, My family delayed me. When you, and when you fear your family complaining, say to them, The magician delayed me. He continued like this for a time. One day he came across a huge animal that was obstructing the people's path. He said to himself, Today I will find out who is better, the magician or the monk. He picked up a rock and said, O oh Allah, if the monk's ways are more beloved to you than the magician's, then kill this animal so that people may walk on the path. He then threw the rock at the animal and killed it, and the people were again able to use the path. He then went to the monk and informed him what had happened. The monk said to him, O oh my son, today you are better than I am. I have seen the level that you have reached. You will certainly be put through trials and tribulations, and when that happens, do not disclose my identity. The youth began to cure the blind, the lepers, and treat all the ailments of people. A courtier of the king who had become blind heard about the youth and brought him many gifts. He said to him, You may have all these gifts if you cure me. The youth replied, I do not cure anyone. It is Allah who cures. If you believe in Allah, I will supplicate to Allah to cure you. So the man brought faith in Allah, the man brought faith in Allah and Allah cured him. He then returned to the king and sat near him as he used to. The king asked him, Who returned your eyesight? He replied, My lord. The king asked, Do you have a lord apart from me? He replied, My lord, and your lord is Allah. This king seized him and continued torturing him until he informed him of the youth. The youth was brought before the king who asked him, O oh, my son, your magic has reached such a level that you are able to cure the blind and the lepers and you do such and such things. The youth said, I do not cure anyone. It is Allah who cures. The king seized him and continued torturing him until he informed him of the monk. The monk was brought before the king and ordered, Renounce your religion. He refused. 
The king asked for a saw, which was then placed at the center of his head. He was then cut until both halves of his body fell apart. The king's courtier was then summoned and ordered, renounce your religion. He refused. A saw was placed at the center of his head, and he was cut until both halves of his body fell apart. The youth was then summoned and ordered, renounce your religion. He refused. The king handed over to him some of his other courtiers and said, take him to such and such a mountain and climb up with him. When you reach the peak and he, was still not, and, and he has still not renounced his religion, then throw him down the mountain. They took him and climbed the mountain. He supplicated, O oh Allah, save me from them whichever way you please. The mountain shook and they all fell down. The youth returned to the king, wise, what happened to your companions? He replied, Allah saved me from them. The king then handed him over to another group of his courtiers and said, Take him, put him onto a ship, and sail to the middle of the ocean. If he does not renounce his religion, cast him into the ocean. They took him and he supplicated, O oh Allah, save me from them whichever way you please. The ship capsized and they were drowned. The youth returned to the king and asked, What happened to your companions? He replied, Allah saved me from them. The youth then said to the king, You will never be able to kill me unless you do as I say. The king said, What should I do? He replied, You should assemble all the people on a single plane and suspend me from a tree. You should then take an arrow from my quiver, place it in the center of your bow, and say, In the name of Allah, the Lord of the youth, you should then shoot me. If you do so, you will kill me. So the king assembled all the people on a single plane, suspended the youth from a tree, took an arrow from his quiver, placed it in the center of the bow, and said, In the name of Allah, the Lord of the youth. He then shot it, and it struck the youth's temple. The youth placed his hand on his temple and passed away. On seeing this, the people said, We believe in the Lord of this youth. The king was told, but we believe in the Lord of the youth. The king was told, by Allah, what you feared has come to pass. The people have brought faith, so the king ordered trenches to be dug on the roads and fires were ignited therein. He then announced, whoever does not renounce his religion will be forcefully cast into the fire or be ordered to jump into the fire. They obeyed the order until a woman with an infant came forward. She hesitated to jump into it. And the infant said to her, oh, my mother, exercise patience, for you are on the truth. And the incident mentioned here has been uh, mentioned in the Quran. Quoted Ashab al accursed are the people of the trenches. And so this is mentioned in the chapter on Sabr, and that indicating that Allah Taala will test the faith of a believer. And what we ask is Allah Taala to give us thabat and steadfastness, so that when we're tested, that we are firm on our deen and that we. Only respond in a way that's pleasing to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidi Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to one of Al-Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website, almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect